0: Hey everyone, it's Todd Hazelwood from the Brad Jones Racing Team and you're listening to The Podium.
1: This is The Podium where we celebrate the best in the world of motorsport and we're joined right now with a guy that managed to celebrate his very first podium just the other day at Sydney Motorsport Park. I'm speaking of course of Todd Hazelwood. Todd, thanks so much for joining us on The Podium.
0: No worries at all. No, thanks for having me on the show.
1: Well, let, let's talk about that podium finish, your very first podium in the Supercar Championship. What was it like for you? Because it was quite unique circumstances.
0: Yes, it was unique circumstances. And for me, it was um, a huge relief, a very proud moment. And, um, yeah, very happy to uh, achieve my first podium with the team at Brad Jones Racing. We had a, a really strong weekend. And uh, to, to cap off some some, some strong results we've been achieving lately, to get a podium was uh, yeah, an awesome, awesome job by the whole crew on the on the Team 14 side.
1: The thing that you've been saying about this the past few days is you couldn't really celebrate this podium finish because some of your team and the family wasn't there so talk about how you did manage to celebrate in the end. Yeah,
0: yeah it's been obviously quite unique circumstances since we've been going back racing and not having the whole team at the, at the racetrack these days obviously with limitations around how many people we can have in a certain area at once um, so yeah but there's been real changes there obviously not having fans and and spectators you know right alongside us which we'd normally be accustomed to and and for me personally to to not have my family at the track as well as um being a little bit different um but uh yeah it's been like the the first race meeting that my uh my mum's missed since i was in go kart since 2005 so oh, you're kidding? both mum and dad and my sister are, are, are certainly feeling uh you know the the emotions of, of not being at the racetrack but you know the fully understanding of the fact that we just got to do what we can do at the moment and and um, you know, we're just fortunate enough that as a sport we we're able to keep going and, and get back on track and, and put some racing on and put a show on for the you know, for our loyal sponsors and supporters and everyone else watching at home to uh to enjoy.
1: Well, yeah, you mentioned the close family there. I'm assuming your mum would have been one of the first people to give you a ring after the race. What did she have to say?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um yeah, the phone was running hot and um yeah, mum and dad were we're pretty proud and uh, pretty excited. Uh, obviously, wishing they they could be there, but nonetheless, they like, you know they've been a, a huge part of helping me get to where I am today. And um, yeah, that they was certainly the emotions were certainly high. Put it that way, it was um, yeah, pretty special moment.
1: Well, yeah, it was quite a unique weekend, as we've mentioned. We had the big night race to begin things on the Saturday night. Uh, your team really had a good gamble with the, with the strategy for all your drivers. Uh, you were 15th in the first one in qualifying, and then you pushed your way up through to 13th. Talk us through the strategy going into that weekend and how that first race played out.
0: Yeah, it was an interesting weekend. It's the first time that uh, being in supercars in my time that I've actually raced on two different types of compounds over the same race weekend. Um, and essentially, we had five sets of tyres for only six cents worth of racing. So, we're already compromised as far as tyre wear is concerned. Then, obviously, using the soft tyre, we only had two sets of soft tyres and three sets of hearts. So, um, you really have to pick and choose what, what sessions, what qualifying sessions, and what races you were planning to try and utilise the better rubber and um, prioritise the results. So, for us, we had a bit of a plan going into the weekend that um, we try and do something different. Obviously, the others, our other teammates with their own. Our own stable, but also being aware of the fact if um, if everyone else was thinking the same as what we were, we had to react as well. And you know, for us, we started Saturday planning to use the hard tire, um, get as far as we could in qualifying, and um, you know, ultimately then we could start to see who was going to you know start putting mileage on the tire and and use them up. So for us, we stuck to our guns. We we use the hard tire. We actually got into the top fifteen shootout, which we were genuinely surprised about because we did that all on the hard tire. So. We had a really strong car in the hard, which was which was promising, and um, yeah, we saved our both two two sets of softs for the Sunday qualifying, so we it, it did work in our favour quite well. But probably the biggest frustration out of the whole weekend is that um, obviously we put all our eggs in the one basket. Come Sunday morning, we actually had an issue, a vibration issue, which was hampered, um, which hampered our qualifying um, results come Sunday morning with the soft tyres. So we actually. Um didn't qualify much better with the with the better soft rubber, which was frustrating, but um all in all we we executed the weekend as best we could, and I think our strategy was was um pinpoint. You know we with both Nick and I as teammates, we achieved some really good team points, we're now fourth in the in the team's championship and um moving forward in the driver's championship as well. so it was a really solid weekend.
1: Well, yeah, let's talk about that Sunday now. you mentioned there, Nick, you managed to get another win in that second race of the weekend and uh, you were kind of managing your tyres at that point in time. Talk about what the mentality is for you in that second race, just having to just manage things, knowing that you're not going to be quite as quick as the other guys on the softer rubber.
0: Yeah, look, yeah, the Sunday morning morning race was really tough because we actually had to reuse the hard tyres that um, we'd already used Saturday night. So we are actually (laughs) almost double-hampered. But we um, tried to salvage our result, obviously, for us when we, we actually didn't get the post the time for the issue that we had in qualifying. So we actually started dead last on probably the worst rubber possible. So it made it really tricky to even move forward. Um but you know for us we just salvaged a result. We we knew that we had to save the tires for the final race. Um so we kinda handcuffed ourselves to a strategy to make sure that we um, didn't get excited by trying to get more spots in, in another another race, which would obviously be detrimental to the to the following race. And the way the point system works, you gotta really try and strategize how you maximize your overall weekend you know do you try and sacrifice two races and have two mediocre results and maximize one result or do you try and have an even i suppose even sort of weekend over three races you may not get the, out, the outstanding result but you may get consistent points so there's different ways you can go about it and it certainly showed that each team up and down pit lane had a different uh, approach about it but for us at bjr we I suppose if you call, went for glory and we got some really good points because of that. So uh, we we're fortunate enough to reap the rewards and, and push hard, in, in that particularly in that final race where we you know, qualified and didn't go to plan, but we pushed hard and made the most of the opportunity and to get the podium was really cool.
1: Well, yeah, talk us through that race because, yeah, you mentioned you started 12th, moved all your way up through the grid, up to third by the end of it. You had a nice little run at Davey Reynolds in the closing stages of that race. When did that... Podium hit you? That look. There's a chance for a podium here.
0: To be honest, we we, we felt confident sitting on the grid that we had a good enough set of tyres to potentially get inside the top five. Um, the hardest thing is at Sydney Motorsport Park, you get a huge um, separation within the field only in a number of laps. So, for me, I knew it was important to push hard at the start and try and pass as many cars as possible, which we did. I think we passed about six cars and in, in three laps. So we're certainly on the move. Um, but yeah, I had about 15 seconds to make um, once we made our pit stop to the leaders. And uh, with about, I think there was about 12 laps remaining, 15 seconds to find. So it was certainly quite a steep uh, challenge to try and achieve. But for me, I, I knew that if, if the car was strong, we were looking after a tyre as well. And we, we kind of flipped the strategy on its head as the race was progressing. You know, the front leaders, they pitted all quite early, whereas we did the opposite, went quite late. And tried to use maximize our car speed towards the end and push hard and come home strong and we certainly had to drive the wheels off it um pushed hard and yeah fortunately enough we uh, we caught we caught the pack with about a lap and a half to go and put a nice move on Dave Reynolds for third and um you know the the team were pushing me on on the radio pretty hard saying the podium's there, the podium's there you've got this sort of thing and um yeah it was it was nice to pull that move off and um yeah to get the first podium was was pretty sweet and Who knows what could have happened if we had a couple more laps, it would have been really interesting, I reckon.
1: This year of course you've made the move to be a JR after six seasons with Matt Stone Racing. What has the difference been?
0: Um, look for me I think just being involved in a in a bigger environment, um, has been um it's been refreshing having teammates as well. I've now gone from being a sole um driver within the team to having uh three extra drivers to, to bounce ideas with and work with and and then with that comes, you know, additional resources of, of engineers um, and, and all sorts of things. And obviously, the team at Brad Jones Racing—they very much row their own boat. So everything's designed in house. Everything's, you know, machine fabricated, designed. It, it's all—it's all done here. So it's um, pretty special to be part of a, an organization like that. And then particularly working under Brad, he, he very much uh, operates at a family orientated business. It's. Uh, it's really refreshing to be part of it and feel welcome and part of the team is, is really cool for me. And yeah, I'm just relishing my time here at the moment. It's been amazing. And yeah, just looking forward to achieving more of this team. I think there's great things to come.
1: Well, yeah, we mentioned it briefly at the opener. The big move for you, you're usually based in Melbourne. Talk about what this move's meant for you. And um, yeah, how, what's it like being away from your family? And And yeah, what have you been doing in your spare time now? Yeah, look, it's been a
0: pretty crazy year. You know, at the start of the year, I moved from Queensland down to Melbourne, Um, obviously with the opportunity of working in Fiji after being with MSR for six years. So relocated at the start of the year, never thinking that I would uh then have to get out of the state. That's um, obviously been a COVID hotspot um, during the last couple of weeks as well. So it's certainly been a crazy year. You know, originally, when I was in lockdown in Melbourne, um, I actually just moved into a new place or into a house. So... Um, I was doing lots of jobs around the house and, and uh, we've also got a project car as well so I was smashing out plenty of hours on that and actually finally getting some work done on it but um, obviously now um, with the, the new restrictions put in place and in order for us to keep racing I actually relocated up to Albury um, so I literally packed the suitcase within, within the hour I've been told to get out of the state and quickly made the, made the hike up to Albury and you now just currently staying with my engineer Tony Woodward at his place he's given me a bed and a place to crash at which is really nice of him so uh yeah now just spending more time with the team which has been great and um yeah just keep him fit keep him busy and um yeah going racing pretty much it's been good
1: and yeah we've mentioned the changes to the format for each race weekend the two-day formats do you like it do you think it's something that should be implemented in future seasons
0: i think it's amazing um you know i'm always been a big advocate of uh making sure that our sport in in supercars is always entertaining and it's enjoyable for our fans to watch and i think what we saw over the last couple of race meetings with the new regulations and rule changes that have been put in place we've seen exactly that um we've seen more passes than any other race meeting today that i can remember um and the strategy and the new challenges that the team faced i think it started to level up the playing field a little bit from say the bigger teams up and down pit lane um so it's I think it's been a refreshing challenge, and you know I think the team at BJR have adapted tremendously well to what's been put in place, and we're certainly trying to make the most of this opportunity to to get as many good results as we can. And you know, fortunately, we've had two race wins and a podium in in just two race meetings, so it's been a fantastic turnaround for us as a team. But you know, I think overall it's a win for the sport. It's been um, really well received. I think there's only been a couple drivers or a couple teams that may have been a little bit critical of it, but. I think overall everyone's enjoyed an embrace and embraced the challenge and I think during these tough times it's more important than ever that we have uh, mixed results and, and different guys on the podium or, or fighting for race wins has been really good.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I have to ask you, you mentioned the success of BJR these past two rounds. Why do you think BJR has managed to come to grips with this better than a lot of the other teams?
0: Oh look I, don't, I it's hard to put it to one thing for sure, but I think definitely the, the way the team managed their time during the office during the COVID period, um, if you call it, during when we we're all in lockdown, we this team certainly didn't just uh you know, turn away from the sport and, and, and not go back to the workshop. They were putting in the hours and working hard and ensuring that when we were prepared to go back racing that we were best prepared more than ever, um, to achieve and, and get the most out of it. But I certainly think with the way the strategy's been changed up as well. The tyre allocation and how that's been put, put more pressure on the teams. I think we've really executed that well, um, and it's certainly worked to our advantage with the planning that's been put in place. But um, I think from an overall car speed point of view, I think the team have been working on a on a new style of direction underneath what's been bolted on underneath the car. Is we've had, had a couple of little updates, and we're starting to see those updates come to life now. And it's been um, it's been really exciting to see. Um, the results work in our favour and, and I, I think we're starting to see a bit more consistency in the car and hopefully when we go to Darwin, we can continue that form and, and keep the ball rolling.
1: Well, yeah, you mentioned Hidden Valley there. The next two rounds of the championship are going to be there. Uh, what do you think the tyre deck's going to be doing at that track and uh, what's your thoughts on the uh, tyre allocation for that one?
0: Yeah, I think Darwin's come interesting. Uh, last year, the tyre degradation was pretty high. Definitely won't be as significant as um, the likes of Sydney Motorsport Park, but the biggest factor up there is the heat, um, the heat soak from the tyres. And when you're following a preceding car, um, it makes it quite difficult to pass because all the hot air that you're following and the front, you basically burn the front tyres off when you're behind someone. So, tyre management is going to be crucial. I think qualifying will be even more important. Um, so, hopefully for us, yeah, we can continue to strong form and try and keep the BR cars towards the pointy end of the field.
1: And for the remaining races for the championship, uh, of course, we don't really know what's going to happen with Winton now, given the situation in Victoria. Where do you think the car's going to be at, the, at its strongest? What track do you reckon is going to suit it?
0: Look, it's really hard to know for me. Um, you know, I haven't really done too many race meetings in the BJR car. So, um, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm still learning a lot in, in a short space of time. Don't worry about that. Um, you know, for me, it's only my third, third race meeting and second race and second racetrack that I've driven this new BJR car at, so I've still got a lot to learn. Um, so as far as predictions moving forward, every race meeting is a new one for me. I'm um, just going to go in with open eyes and ready to learn, and, and you know ensure that we try to maximise our results no matter what. But um, I do generally feel with the the changes that was made on the car recently and uh, the way it's performing, there's no reason why we uh, can't have some solid results moving forward. That's for sure.
1: Well, there we go, Todd Hazelwood. Thanks so much for joining us on the podium. It's been great to see you get up onto the podium for the very first time as well. And hopefully it continues for the remainder of the championship.
0: I certainly hope so too. That sounds good. (laughs) No worries at all. No, thank you.